Uh, guys, business uh, continues to move forward for the NFL. Um, Redskins act like Dwayne Haskins is going to be awesome. What, what, uh, what's North Turner's kid's name again, the offensive coordinator? Yeah. What's his name? Yeah. Scott. Scott was on a Zoom call Daddy. this week. And he said, this is, this is my favorite thing about all of this technology, guys. We have Dwayne on Zoom calls, and mm. he's really grasping what we're trying to get at. Now, really? again, <laughs> that's what he has to say. I'm sure he, he's going over things. He doesn't have again, a choice. Once you get on the field, we have no idea. So, right. Look, I don't, I don't have that many reservations about Haskins like most people do. I think I saw what I want to see from last year was progression once he became the clear-cut starter from week to week, and I saw that. Uh, he's got a lot of uh, hate and doubt that I don't even know where it comes from most times. But they are giving him weapons around him. Only yeah. thing that worries me is left tackle. Uh, I don't know if you can throw Charles in right there. I don't know if you get Jason Peters. What would you do there? Offensive line for me is probably the biggest thing, but for him, He's been putting in work. I know everybody get on videos every week. What about the Christian uh, you know, junior kid? What, what about uh, he playing left tackle, Christian? Who? Uh, Chris, what, what has he done? I don't know. I mean. Much, let, me, let me ask you this, Chris. How much progression? Ha- I've seen more progression from Haskins than I'm seeing from Christian as a left tackle, a swing tackle, or whatever you want to put him at. I don't, I don't have much faith in – this is what year three for him. Yeah, I haven't seen much much progression in what he can do. Uh, him being picked in the fourth round was a little questionable anyway in the first place. But who knows? I still think you need to put a veteran left tackle right there. Haskins. I'm not as worried about him as other people. Are they going to run a lot of two tight end sets? Are we thinking with Rogers sprinkle? Throw Logan Thomas in the mix to help the left tackle. You got to figure out who your tight ends are. I think it's Richard Rodgers, it sounds like. You know what? When people are clear to get checked out by doctors and all that and come to the facility, I told you before, don't be surprised if you see Delaney Walker walk through that door. I would love that. I, I think that you don't have the guy that fills the shoes of what Bernice Davis' role was. Delaney feels that, and if he's healthy, then so. I'm not sold on anybody. I mean, look, uh, Moss, Eddie's Moss could probably start. Who knows? That's a wide open group. So, you know, your, your guess is as good as mine, but I don't, I'm not convinced that the starter is necessarily on the roster right now. What do you guys think about these videos servicing? Again, I know it's Instagram and putting out workout videos, but – my eyebrows were raised a little bit when I saw that uh, Dwayne Haskins working out <laughs> with Antonio Brown. Now, look, 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 he's young, but I don't think it's the best look. Chris, what do you think? I thought it was Ocho Cinco today. Jamal, then you just re- – They were all there. Oh. It was Ocho Cinco. Uh, even uh, Diggs was there. It was a bunch of them. So that makes a difference for me then. If it was just A.B., I would probably have an issue with it. Wait a minute. wait. But he's worked out with just A.B. before he was drafted. Let's not think that it's the first time they worked out together. They had worked out together before in the summer. Before Haskins was drafted, those two worked out. So this this is a relationship that was built. This is not just him working out with A.B. I got you. You So this is not the first time. Okay. In that case – 
I think it's probably just when I say like not a good look, you want to learn from one of the best wide receivers in the history of the game, and that is Antonio right. Brown. Um, it's just a matter of like, is it the right influence? Is he going to be talking to you about, hey, man, why don't you put in a good word for me with the Redskins organization, man? Let me come on board here. And that's yeah, probably yeah. not a presence yeah. that's needed in this right. locker room with that's, this rebuilding team. That's all, all I'd say. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, the optics are off, but I would say that when you have uh, Stefan Diggs there and you have yeah, Ocho right. Stinko there who is playing like probably the godfather to all of this and – He's probably saying that's not going to happen as long as he's there. I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. You know, okay. uh, A.B. can probably – he's probably pitched to everybody that he knows in the NFL at this point. So, it really doesn't make a difference whether it's Dwayne Haskins or anybody else. You know, so he, he might have pitched uh, digs on, on getting him in, in Buffalo. Who knows? Right. At this point, whatever it is is what it is. But on the football field, there's no one better from him to learn from than Ocho Cinco, Diggs. And of course, of course, AB, who was probably the number one receiver, you know, not maybe two seasons ago. I'm curious when they're going to have training camp. I mean, are they going to start on time like that? As much as we talk about when is regular life going to come back, right. um, you know, training camp is going to be here before we know it. It's already June. Right. I, mean, I think they two months. towards uh, sometime in July. Yeah, or, so I think it's on mini camp starting sometime crazy. Uh, late June or well, it is late. Oops, excuse me. It is. Let's late. not forget the NFL is king. They will make sure things get going in so. a timely fashion, in my opinion. I think yeah. uh, there's just too much money to lose if even like yeah. preseason games are play. Preseason games, these teams right. make money on, you know. So um, yeah. I, I think that. Um, also, NHL timetable has me a little bit concerned because they don't have that going on that tournament till like almost August. Dude, and I, like, right, don't don't right. make this grandiose announcement. You're not playing until August. In this what, 2014. Um, like, I'll give you an example, guys. My wife's like, "Oh, the NHL is making a big announcement today." Like, of all people, like my wife's not a hockey fan, but she knows about this big announcement. And the announcement really is nothing. It just says, "Yeah, yeah we're going to have 24 teams." But we don't know when it's going to start. We don't know where it's going to be. Like, what? They said two whole cities. Two they they don't, don't know who the whole cities are. Right. There's like 12 options. 12 yeah. options for two places. Yeah. In the, the training camp's like no yeah. earlier than mid-July would get underway. Yeah. It just right. – uh, it's I actually funny we, you bring that up, Frank, because my fiance said the same thing. She's like, why aren't you that excited about this NHL announcement? I go, because – the way that things have been going with these sports leagues, nothing's happening immediately outside of NASCAR and like golf and stuff like that. We're just, we're not close really in any of the four major ones and where I feel that I'm going to get excited. Right. I mean, to me, I think the NHL and the NBA, just, just let it go. Just stop. You know, you're, you're throwing all this together and it's late. You're cutting into right now. We should be getting into uh, the lottery the draft, what does that mean for NBA draft picks? You're playing into what this could be September, whatever, and you're setting yourself back for draft prospects, and, and it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and also, players like Dame Little said, if we're playing oh, I saw that. in a situation that we're not going to make the playoffs, I'm not playing. Because if yeah. you're a player, if I get hurt right now, we're already into you the summer. Sick. Or get sick. Right. Anything. Right. right. So you said, like, my next year is done. 
you're already setting yourself back for the next season, whether it be off season, free agency, all of that. And if you're a free agent and you're one of these teams that's in the playoffs, like if you get hurt, then what, I mean, yeah, it doesn't make much sense to me. You got major league baseball has enough season to salvage uh, yeah. NFL. Just try to start on time. If I'm, if you're NHL, NBA, it's just, just let it go. Just, just chart it to the game, suck it up and get ready for next season because you're eating into your off-season time, drafts and everything else. Right, because, like, the NBA Finals. I didn't even think of that. Started. Yeah, like, how did I not? I was a little slow to This timetable right now, the finals would almost be ready to go. Yeah. The NHL and the yeah, NBA. I mean, we would be in Eastern Conference, Western Conference Finals, right. you know, with, with the finals ready to start soon. So what kind of off season do they have then? But before you don't the have twenty twenty one season starts, I mean it's just. But what does it do for for draft picks? Because right now right. Uh, the lottery's off. You don't have uh, no combine, so it's it's kind of like what the NFL went through, but that puts them off as well. So you're going to have a draft while you restart the season. Do the draft picks are they eligible to play? Is this you to start yeah. again? I, I mean, it, it's it's convoluted and it's all strange, and I would say just let it go. Yeah, but revenue, now, on, the, on the money. On the flip side, guys, because they're so. I mean, I, I would say the NHL is established enough so they don't have to panic to bring right. fans back. Same with the NBA. Same with MLB. And to your point, I understand why they should take their time. But other leagues like MLS, NWSL, NASCAR, ones that are struggling. Right. If I'm on they that have board, to. if I'm running those teams, I'm saying here's a, a prime time chance for us yeah. to be legit and actually get some more viewerships that can hopefully stick in the future. But you know what? I'm still not gonna watch. Six million, six million people watched the match. I was not one of them. The they, I wasn't thing, either. I didn't see it. I'm but not. I'm not that desperate for live sports yet to watch that. I haven't missed the UFC Saturday night event. I mean, really? I'm totally in on I that. haven't seen uh, one. Uh, those are awesome. But uh, NASCAR, I just – I, I want to try. Golf, I, golf, other than, like, Sunday golf, uh, you know, final round of the tournament, um, I'm not getting really jazzed up. You mentioned right. baseball, Frank. I, I want to touch on that one. I think okay. they kind of have maybe the most to lose here. Think about it. We always hear every single year the declining ratings as far as television is concerned. And now you have this Astro schedule or nonsense that turned people off. I think baseball needs to figure it out. You're not going to have a baseball season now. Um, I think that would be bad for them. I think Major League Baseball has enough time to salvage a mm. decent amount of games. For the yeah. amount of games they play, and for as far as they go, it's right now for them, it's fine. And, and what is the plan? Are they going to play in their training camp facilities? Is that what they're going to do? Or are they actually going to try to – well, we still don't know. But that would Seems make like a host sense. city thing too. But we, we I mean, don't know it's stay in Florida and Arizona. It's, it's regional. Out. It's, you know, you play who's – you know, you got the Nats could play the Yankees or, the, you know, whoever – Boston, whoever's on the Eastern Seaboard. If you're on the West uh, Coast, over there. I don't, I don't know what they're going to do in the Midwest. You know the Tigers. We had, we actually we talked on this on this before a couple of weeks ago. My question is, what do you do if you're Toronto? Yeah, they have a mandatory 14 day quarantine, so they're out of the running in terms of uh, NHL. I know that. So, 
They're going to have to change up, like, major laws. For I mean, because if, if, if MLB is going with just East Coast over here, you play West Coast teams, Midwest, but you have a franchise navy in the country, mm. where do they go? What do they do? What does Toronto do? <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. But I think I'm, I'm the least worried about Major League Baseball because there's so much time. Yeah. Right, you know, right. they they have a long way to go for anything gets crucial with them. Many months to them is is just the beginning, so they can salvage this and still come out with a great, decent amount of games and salvage their season. Though them and the NFL, I'm not worried about. Mm-hmm. NHL and NBA are in panic mode, but again, if I were them, just just stop. Right, just stop and I'm gonna come back next year. I'm with yeah. you. Because it's going to be so forced, and it's going to be all asterisks. And then, you know, you know what? Anybody you, wins it. Like, can you imagine them winning a championship in front of nobody? Right now. Like, that's going to be- Yeah, nobody would care. But you know, in, in <laughs> all like some, men's league. <laughs> Yay! Jump right back into the playoffs. Your quality of play, it, you were in the middle of a season. The intensity. Yeah. After, they were on a grind. Yeah. This is yeah. after all-star breaks. And you take a two-month hiatus. The quality of play and the quality of product is going to be way off. It's going to be a lot of rust, which yeah. also leaves room for injuries. Yeah. And what you're going to see on the ice or on the floor is not what you want to put out there, especially playoff time. Yeah. Just let it go. Yeah, I'm with you. You've changed my mind. Really? For about like, baseball, yeah. you've changed my mind, like, Jamal. I think you did. Because you're right. There is enough time to do something with them, even if they, like, play. I mean, Major League Baseball has plenty of time. Football is getting close because we're getting into the summertime. You should already be in OTAs. We didn't have any rookie camps. But you can still salvage time and get to train the camp and start on time. Those two I'm not worried about. And Frank's uh, point, you know, the MLS and golf and all of that, yeah, they're – they're in panic mode, but if I'm the NBA and the NHL, it's I don't know I don't know if it's worth it for what you're going to put out there on the floor or on the ice at this point, especially if you're going to call it the playoffs. I'm not sure if that's going to be worth it because you're asking guys to come in and perform. They haven't played in two months and some change. You know they, they haven't been in facilities. They haven't practiced. You know you ask them to come in. They haven't practiced in two months. You know, I have like a whole Madden franchise. It is actually the basis behind my depth chart battle because I play Madden every day and I'm playing with uh-huh. the Redskins right now. And I ha- and, and it, it kind of inspired me because I'm looking at three receivers behind Terry McLaurin. <laughs> Sims, Trey Quinn. I cut Cody Latimer after the incident because I think he'll get cut. And uh, so Sims, we've got Trey Quinn and we've got – Gandy Golden, like we've got a lot of wide receiver two potentials in this Redskins offense, not to mention how much is Gibson going to play wide receiver. I really think this is going to be pivotal for Dwayne's development to establish another good pass catcher. But you know what? You He, he has what he has right now. He's applying him with weapons that can do various things. Uh, Trey Quinn, I said it before, I don't think he's there. Where was Harmon? No, I, I like him. Dwayne has the relationship with him going back. If you hear Dwayne when, talk, they, they used to play back in the day. Right. You're right. And I, I missed saw something the other day. When Dwayne came in and started, uh, Sims and Harmon's uh, <laughs> targets and catches went up 
exponentially. There's a rapport there. And what I'm going to get, what I get from Turner is he likes variety. You're, going, you're not going to see, you're not going to run every first down. You're going to see creativity. It's going to be, he's going to probably take some from his dad, from North. You might see some from Shanahan type of field to McVeigh. I don't think it's going to be Al Saunders where it's a bunch of trick plays. But I think he's going to get creative with the guys he has because he can put people all over the place. Sims gives you versatility. Gibson gives you versatility. Harmon, you can put inside, outside. Uh, you can put Gandy Golden inside if you want to and create another matchup. So I, they're giving Haskins everything they want. But all I would say to you is I don't think Trey Quinn, Mr. Irrelevant, levy to death, Miami, ain't going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of there's going to be some battles. There's a lot of running backs on the roster. Like I, I saw post JD McKissick is like a definite. JD McKissick is your new Chris Thompson. He can return and kicks too. There's a lot of guys that can do that. So they have versatility in the return game. Also, the running back situation is probably that's that's the most competition you're going to see probably on this roster come training camp time it's loaded it's crowded it was not loaded it's crowded uh the barber signing okay i get it i think they were signing people because you have a adrian peterson he's going to give you what one maybe two years scott turner two, talked about him yep that's exactly what he said he, he still got some stuff left so, in the tank but okay that's cool i'll get let's just say one year for ap yeah. bryce love hasn't touched the field or practice since he left Stanford. Now you're talking about Geis. Geis has showed you some things, but if you're Ron Rivera, oh, I mean, he, damn. He, played, he played well in the game to get Ron fired. I think but Geis has you're looking uh, at, the you're looking at Geis like I don't. You haven't been healthy for two seasons. Yeah. I don't know. So I think bringing in McKissick, okay, do you know yeah. you weren't going to keep Thompson. So McKissick fills that need. You bring in Barber, that's insurance for either Love you start him on the pump, he, the pup, he doesn't touch the, the field. If AP gets hurt to his age, who knows? Depending on the injury, he might not come back, but it's AP. And then, guys, you don't know what you're going to get in terms of him being playing 16 because he hasn't. So I think those two pickups were because uh, Ron and Cumberland did not know exactly what you get. It's insurance. It's a loaded room. It's a packed room, but it's insurance. Frank, what, what are you doing? You got a mirror. Uh, no, I cut my hair, so I'm making sure. It's okay. <laughs> hair with two seconds. So you cut it yourself. <laughs> not going on. Yeah, dude, I cut it myself. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, it is like a mirror, so you're just, you know, you're looking at it the whole time. You uh, look pretty know, good, right? I, look, I got the. Uh, you're not on NBC right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> dude, um, like, do you miss uh, this time to get personal with Frank Hammerhan? Do, do you, like, miss being on the television sets and all of that? I mean, it's just it, – it's so hard in this business as a whole. Um, like, do you miss the excitement of being on TV? I miss um, – I definitely – the correlation, yeah. Like, dang, it sucks there's no sports, so that means I can't do stuff I like to do. Yeah, so, yes, absolutely. Like, the wizard stuff, I'm like, dang. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Now there's talk about the top – four that are on the bubble get a chance to play or maybe they'll just take the 16 down to orlando 
Please don't so let that's the through. case. You're like, uh, my well-being is at stake. Hopefully, they'll yep. uh, allow the Wizards to play. I don't know. Frank, uh, for you, I hope they play. For me, I'm being a selfish fan. Oh, I don't yeah. want to play anymore. We yeah. need all the ping pong balls we can get. And, and John Wall doesn't still sound ready yet. Huh? John Wall doesn't sound ready yet. I, I just heard him talk yeah. or something like that. Yeah. He's rehabbing. He's working, but he's like still not ready. See, Frank, this goes back to what I was saying early in the season when he was in, in before the games, Duncan and all that. Don't show it. No. You want to play? Don't show it. If you do it, do it before the game, after the game. Don't let me see it because then you get my hopes up. So now as they come back, I'm thinking, oh, well, John was, was ducking two hands and reverse 360s a couple months yeah. ago. He should be good. And now yeah. it was not. Just stop. But I don't, I don't want them to play anymore. I don't need uh-huh. the, the meaningless games. For what? I know. We have a chance. They had a chance to get maybe, let's say, a three to five lottery pick. Let me get, let's get James Wiseman. Let's get Obi Topper. Let's get somebody up there. Mm-hmm. Don't need to win a couple of meaningless games that's going to give you less ping pong balls. I don't, let's just stop it. Um, by the way, I wanted to mention the, uh, the last dance, because I don't know about you guys, but I am like totally Jordaned out. Like I'm just <laughs> like I get it. He was great. Like right. it's good for it's good for the millennials like Chion. But we I mean Jamal, yeah. we, saw, we saw his greatness. We know what it's all about. Like we don't have right. to be reminded. It was one of the great documentaries that was also slanted towards a very propaganda-ish type True. feel. True. So like if you knew going in that Jordan was behind it. I enjoyed it. I knew that. We all knew that. But if you didn't, you you come away with mixed feelings. I mean, was the fact, oh, by the I way, he was behind it. Right? I didn't know that the flu game was really a food poisoning game. I didn't know that. Right. Yeah. Uh, allegedly. <laughs> I didn't know that. But there's a couple other things that I either didn't know or I forgot. Right, uh, right. The Sonics win in the finals. I forgot that that was on Father's Day. You know, after his father oh, passed. Yeah, yeah. There's certain things you know, I mean, everybody knew that Jordan is great as he's a jackass. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's an ass. But everybody knew that. And and the thing that's amazing is cats are like, yeah, I don't, I haven't talked to him in years. Like teammates right. of champions. Right. Chips. But it's, it's, it's a lot of guys. Pippen's not happy. Horace Grant's no, not happy. Not happy. Isaiah, of course. A lot of guys are not happy. But for me. With all these young folks talking about uh, LeBron is this and LeBron is that and cool, that's all right. But there's a certain mentality that you saw with Jordan Mm -hmm. and that went through and you saw it only from Kobe is the only other person that I've seen have the same mentality. But they reminded people that were not alive to see him play, to see Jordan's career like we did of how great he is. You see Google, you go, you know, you see clips here and there, but there's certain things that he went through and the teams he had to go through that, let's be honest, LeBron didn't have to go through those Piston teams, those Lakers teams, those uh, Boston teams that Jordan had to go through. So it, it showed the level of greatness that we recognize that people younger, you know, not even just millennials, is a generation Z, whoever these young folks are, they get to see that up close and personal. It's something that they probably have never seen before. I'm glad they touched on the uh, the conspiracy theory stuff. 
because if they didn't, I thought that would have been totally egregious because a lot of people, uh, you mentioned the Gen Zers, I've been around them and they thought, uh, the, uh, I don't know if it's just them or, or whoever, but I've heard the Jordan conspiracy, conspiracy theory quite a bit and that was addressed at length. Um, yeah. and really disproved and, and, it, and I wish it didn't kind of have to but it, it's a part of uh, the Jordan legacy why did that happen tragic day right, right. Um, oh yeah so in that regard and plus Jordan's eyes are like yellow like let's not act like it totally makes him look so great I mean like yeah. what's he been doing you know oh, uh, well I mean, he, he had a, a glass of cognac and a cigar next to him. Hey, he's lived life. Good for him. I, I applaud him. I'm just saying, like, everybody thinks he totally is, like, looked so good in this. I mean, he made no, fun no, of his no. teammates at, a lot. No, um, he didn't. But you know what? That's where you can say, okay, you know, it, it didn't make him look great. And maybe you can look at him and say, that's good on his part. Because if he let that go, there's probably a whole lot more stuff. But no, he didn't come out looking squeaky clean in this. No. So, I mean, if he let that go, that's just part of, let's say maybe he, as in his older age, he has, you know, humbled a bit. Mm -hmm. A little bit. A little bit, right. He, he let, a little, there's not much he can do. But he yeah. didn't let some of that stuff go. And it, so, made, it made him look like an ass. So, guys, since we do have all this time on our hands, I know you are a big Big docu documentary watchers, uh, streaming fans. Yeah. Um, what uh, what's the next thing to watch? <laughs> Outer Banks is what we are watching in our oh, household. It's like that? a teeny bopper show, but it's good for uh, adults. Is it good? Uh, yeah, it's pretty on? good. Uh, yeah. Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. about White Lambs. Which I just think it's so overacted. Some of them, like, I like the premise, but, like, See, how many episodes are you in? Three. Man, keep keep going. I, I, I said you to Jenna, Jamal recommended it. We got to do it. She said, okay. But after the third, you know, we were both I'll say like, this. really. Look, it gets better. Okay. To me, it was good. It gets better. Uh, the subtitles, I don't know who's doing the subtitles for Netflix. But it is, it, it's, they it's pop up for like two seconds and then two disappear. Seconds and then it's gone. You what know, is this show about? What is this show about? The whole sentence and then you look, nothing. What, what is the show about? I, I'm guessing I know what it's about, but what is the, the, the gist? A white lines? Yes. Uh, it's, it's, it's not just cocaine. <laughs> there's a, there's, it's another white lines in terms of white lines that out. It's you know what I'm not going to do. I, in Ibiza, it, it takes place in Ibiza. You know what I watched on Netflix that was good? Extraction. I actually liked it. You watched it? Yeah. Did you see it? No, I have not watched it yet. I see what it. What is it? It's a little long-winded, but uh, it definitely puts John Wick to uh, to shame and the amount of kills. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, it's, I'm not so a John Wick fan anyway. It's, it's basically like Man on Fire, but in Bangladesh. Like this yeah. kid gets taken. Chris Hemsworth has is hired to extract oh. it back from an evil person, and hijinks ensues. It's not bad. 